episode 10. We are officially in the new studio, and it is crispy in here. I mean, this sound is nice. I definitely forfeited my security deposit to uh, set this setup up. Set up, 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 up. What a moron. Um, I ended up just nailing everything to the wall. Uh, the foam, the artificial brick behind me. I had a big walk-in closet, and I go, I only own, like, maybe 10 black T-shirts. What am I going to do with this space? So I uh, borrowed a power drill because I'm not a real man, and then I threw all that stuff into another closet that I'm not going to use. So I don't need any of that extra space. I decided to put the studio in here. So as you can tell, even through my cheap headphones, that it does sound 10 times better. And uh, episode 10, here we are. I honestly didn't think that I would make it this far uh, just because of self-doubt. You know, I can go on stage, no problem, and go, hey, you know, uh, here's my jokes. And if anything happens, I know I can go off cuff. But can I talk to myself, uh, you know, in a chair for 30 minutes twice a week? Maybe not. But everyone's saying that it's it's good. I mean, I haven't had one person say it sucks. Granted, it's like my mom and a couple friends listening. But uh, no, it's more than that. And I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, yeah, man, self-doubt, dude. I, I struggle with it. I know a lot of people do, which is weird because it's, it's something that's in your own head. You know, it's all mental. It's, it's something that you create yourself. But whenever I have self-doubt, I mean, you guys can do this too. Uh, I just think about that song Lifestyle by Young Thug was one of the hottest songs, I don't know, 2012, 13, maybe even newer than that, I don't know, but it was such trash, you know, whenever you're feeling down about yourself or whether you're doing something creative or maybe at your job or something, just know that the, that trash gets through the gates, you know, and becomes successful. You know, not saying he hasn't had good songs, but Lifestyle, you guys know that song. Did a lot of shit, just lived this here lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, get me, get me, get me, get me, get it. And that's the lyrics. Get it. What is that? They even did a thing where they put headphones on people and interviewed them and go, do you know what he's saying? And people were like, absolutely not. But when it comes on, you nod your head because it's an absolute banger somehow. So that's what I do. Whenever I feel down and I go, man, maybe this, maybe this bit's not, you know, not that funny or, or maybe this podcast just kind of sucks. I go, you know what? And that makes me feel better. I bet if you sing that on a plane, they'll land it. Like we need to get this guy in a straight jacket now. I'm flying to New York in the next couple days, and uh, I think I'm going to sing that song and see see the reaction that you get. Doom, doom. Attention passengers, we are now at 36,000 feet, and I'm just going to go, dip, 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 get it. And they'll be like, all right, we are turning this flight around. We don't know what's wrong with that guy. I'm going to be like, no, it's it was one of the hottest summer hits. Trust me. Oh, man. So yeah, built the studio. Um, you know, you can't you can't not do the podcast now. That's what I do. You know, I moved to New York City to tell jokes in a 
used 2003 Saturn with $400 in my checking and savings combined. And I said, well, there's no turning back now. That's how I do stuff. I, I make it so that I can't cop out. I don't know if that's a mental illness or or just a, a system that I've developed where I go, hey, let me put a bunch of money into a studio and that way I have to do it. Because if I don't, but am I going to sell it all on Craigslist? No. I'm going to keep doing the show. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, I uh, spent quite a bit of money at the Walmart, you know, nails, hammer, getting all this stuff put together. Uh, I bought a cordless vacuum. My buddy Vinny Fastline has a great joke. He says, you know, you're an adult when you get excited about a cordless vacuum. And as soon as I turned it on, I thought of him and I went, damn, I guess I'm an adult now. But I didn't know how, how expensive vacuums were, man. $200? I mean, yeah, they had ones for $49.99. You know, they had one for $500, okay? They're like, it lifts up. It's a, it lifts dirt extra hard. I'm like, it better lift my credit score up for $500. So I got one right in the middle. You know, I'm a, I'm a mid-range kind of guy. I go, all right, this looks like it has some power to it. But yeah, if you want to suck up dust in this country... It's going to cost you 200 bucks at least. Otherwise, you're just moving dirt around. All right, so I went 200, 200 bucks. Got a little Hoover. Nice classic. Classic uh, uh, vacuum. Solid unit. Yeah, so I've been using that. And uh, yeah, dude, who knew that, that vacuums were going to cost that much? Yeah, don't cheat yourself. I forgot to mention, I did, it was a couple weeks ago, I got on stage for the first time in like six months, uh, I was in downtown Orlando at this place called the Harry Buffalo, and it was cool, they actually had a stage, which is better than most LA and New York mics, you know, open mics are usually just like, hey, here's a, here's a spot where you can tell horrific jokes. Or some people are just there to express themselves. And thank God, because if you guys have sat in as many open mics as I have, you would realize the reason why there's not more mass shootings. Okay? It's because people can go onto a stage and have attention. You know, have people uh, pay attention to them for five minutes at a time. And they can say whatever they want. And then some people just let off steam. And it's not even funny. You're just like, I hope, I hope... That he is not armed. And while I was there, uh, a protest was going through the streets of downtown Orlando. And uh, I thought it was this guy's bit. It was uh, the guy right in front of me. He was wearing overalls. And uh, he was like, just this like heavy, like he was fat. I'm going to say heavy set, fat. All right, let's, let's, let's stop sugarcoating everything. No pun intended. Uh, he goes, my last name is Coon, and it's spelled just how you think it is. Isn't that horrible for this climate? He's like, during this time, that's the worst last name to have. And then right when he said that, no justice, no peace. Some girl just broke right in, comes running right through the front door with a megaphone. No justice, no peace. And everyone was like, we're going to shut this down. We're shutting it down. 
And then I think they realized that it was an open mic. And they're like, oh, we're not shutting anything down. This is already shut down. This was shut down before it started. You know, because this, I was comic number 13. So after the first five comics, I mean, the people that come to, to watch the show, they're already gone. You know, that's the thing with open mics. If you don't load the front with talent, you're going to lose all the audience. Because some people actually come to open mics and they go, oh, man, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. You know, we're going to enjoy a, a free comedy show. But free isn't always good. Trust me. That old saying, you get what you pay for. All right. So, yeah, they, they come in. Black Lives Matter. I mean, they were all yelling something different. It was kind of unorganized. You know, you kind of you want to be on the same cadence. So they just kind of looked around and were like, oh, you know, someone must have already protested this place. Because it is shut down. So yeah, man. We are in the new studio. I'm liking it so far. Probably make a, some more minor changes. Um, yeah, so that's just a little update. We got the UFC coming up. Big fight on Saturday. I'm not even like a big sports guy anymore, but I do enjoy fighting because it's like... It's an it's such an individual sport, you know. There's no like teams. Like everyone rallies around a guy, you know, or a woman, you know. But no one, no one's like rallying around a a. a I don't know if that makes sense. You know, like the Green Bay Packers. It's like oh, Wisconsin, Tampa Bay Bucks, Tampa. I mean, yeah, fighters fight out of places. Like, you know, two fifty three on Saturday. You got uh, the headliner Adesanya. He's from Nigeria, and then you got Paul Acosta from Brazil. But you're not like, I mean, maybe if you live in those countries. I mean, I have a friend who's Nigerian. He's obviously going for the Nigerian guy. Brazilian's obviously going for Brazil. But it's like, I don't really look at it like that. It's more like, I like this fighter. I like the I like his style. You know, I like Adesanya because he puts on for the for the skinny guys, you know. and th- And it works. That's the thing. And he said it He said it best himself. I was like, thank you for speaking up for the rest of us. Because he said, on Saturday, I'm going to show everyone that it's not about muscle. All right? It's about, you know, speed, length, who can move better. You know, flexibility is a huge part. Huge part, especially on the ground. You know, it, it's like, I don't know if you ever played Mortal Kombat and you, you fight those big bosses. And they're, like, all jacked. And you're like, oh, no, how's my little ninja guy going to beat <laughs> beat this big motherfucker? But all you got to do is just jump up and kick him in the head. You know? They can't really move. I mean, just don't let them grab you. Really. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I haven't fought since, like, the seventh grade. Uh, oh, yeah. I actually sat next to a guy on a plane one time. And when the the female fight came on, he shut off his laptop and I was like hey man I was watching that you know like I was mad at him for shutting his own computer I'm like hey man I was watching your computer can you keep your computer on so I can continue watching it for free and he was like he's like I hate the uh I hate female fights in the UFC and he's like women shouldn't be in there and I'm like well you know if they want to fight like that that's 
that's their choice. I have no problem with it. I think it's cool. You know, if you want to be some badass chick and, and I think it's good because it shows women how to throw a punch. You know, a lot of women don't know. So they can kind of learn some techniques. But anyway, he was like, I, he was like, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for women that fight in the UFC. And I was like, that's their choice. I go, you know who I feel bad for? Their kids. Now, if your mom was a UFC fighter, you would have to do the chores. You know? You hear her in the garage all day hitting the bag. You're like, shit, we need a vacuum. She just learned the flying knee. All right? I'm not catching that. I'm not going to be mom's sparring partner because I didn't do the dishes. And that was that. Was that. But yeah, this is uh this has been a little Friday episode. I was gonna put it out yesterday, but you know, circumstances changed. I have a I have water coming under the floorboards of my kitchen, so maintenance was here, you know, ripping them up and putting down new uh, pieces of wood. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do an episode when there's a hammer and a nail sound in the background. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I really do want to do, uh, Mondays and Fridays from now on. Uh, I don't know. It's a lot, man. Just, I didn't realize, dude, this is, this was, I don't want to say my fear, but it was kind of like, what do you talk about for an hour? And I don't want to, I would honestly like, it's just like, I guess it's because I did stand up so much longer than I did did podcasting, but you don't want like filler or like fluff. At least I don't anyway. You know, some people put on podcasts and they just kind of listen to it while they're at their desk or listen to it while they're driving. But it's like, you want it to be, you want it to have some kind of content, some kind of, you want it to be funny or informative, you know, like me explaining this right now is complete filler. Just so you know, but I'm, I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, holy shit, I'm only 12 minutes in. You know, I blew through everything I wanted to talk about. But I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do like a half an hour on Monday and 15 to 20 minutes on Friday. Just kind of like a a start your week episode and a, and an end your week episode. Just kind of saying have a great weekend, everyone. And uh, hope you got paid and your check's not messed up. Isn't that the worst when when you when you get paid and it's like off like two hundred dollars and you're like wait a second and they're like we'll fix it on Monday you're like I got plans bitch <laughs> I can't I can't get an IOU but anyway guys Sean Madden comedy on Instagram full videos on YouTube I don't have Wi Fi here so I haven't uploaded episode nine with my friend Chip uh. So that'll be up on, well, but by the time you hear it, it's going to be on YouTube. And to be honest, I'd rather just be audio anyway, but people like it, you know. I wasn't even going to do a YouTube, but they were like, hey, man, we, well, one of my buddies was like, man, I'd rather, uh, some reason I like watching podcasts. He's like, I just can't sit there and listen. And I'm like, well, that, then that's more of like an interview with I don't even know what I'm saying. Sean Madden Comedy on Instagram, full videos on YouTube, and uh, Sean Madden on Parlor. if anyone even has that. Uh, I refuse to get Twitter. I don't want to be sucked into a yet another social platform uh, 
where everyone's just spewing hate. But I do think, I really do think we should divide the country. We do. We should. I, I don't know everyone's like, well, Sean, the country is already divided. Yeah, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. We should seriously just separate it. We should have a wall. I don't know where we're going to put it because you got L.A. on one side and New York on the other. You got Chicago in the middle. You got, uh, you know, you got Texas in the middle. It's like, where do you build the wall? And I want to build the wall to separate the mask wearers from the non-mask wearers, all right? If you're... If you saw the CDC numbers and you're still yelling at people to wear a mask, where the hell were you for tuberculosis? 1.5 million deaths per year. Okay, some lady just got tased at a high school football game for not wearing a mask. And she was sitting, like, with her family. Okay, it's getting out of hand. All right, I think we should do a North Korea, South Korea-type border where if you live on this side, you can wear your little mask. And if you and if you want freedom, dangerous freedom, you can be on the other side. Okay? And if someone comes over the wall, we go, hey, we got we got ourselves a masker. You know? That would be like the new slur. <laughs> we got a masker over here. We got our damn masker. Shoot him. You know, I don't want it to be like this, man. I just, maybe it's time for the United States to be the United Regions where you have eight sectors and then everyone is the, you know, there's one president. You know, this is the thing. Everyone's like Trump and Biden, Trump and Biden. This is what I say. If you want Biden to be your president, you live over here. If you want Trump to be your president, you live over there. And then we see who does better. I mean, I guess that's where we're at. Honestly. You know, it's like let's let's separate everything to a certain point. Because it's already like that in a, in a weird way with certain laws. I mean, California is out of fucking control. You, you're telling me it's damn near impossible for me to get a, 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 a firearm with, with certain you know, specs, so to speak. And then in Florida, you can get whatever you want, you know. In California, I can uh, I can try an overdose on weed. You know, I can go to, a, I can walk right into an essential weed shop and say, hey, uh, what's your strongest stuff? And they'll go, here you go, buddy. Enjoy. And I can just smoke all day, take edibles. They have everything. Popsicles, uh, rubs, cream, tinctures, which is like a dropper under the tongue. You know, however you want to get high, we got it. But whoa, put that AR-15 down, buddy. What are you doing? This is California. And if you do have an AR-15, you can only have 10 shots in the clip. Now, I'm not going to argue about magazine size, but... If you come to Florida, they do, they go, whoa, he's got a joint. You know, I'm talking about the police. Like, he's got a joint. You know, they'll write you a ticket or if the cop is a dick, you know, you might get arrested for, for weed, which I think is insane. But 
You can have a 24-pack of Modelo and an AR-15 that holds 100 rounds. And I'm speaking from experience. I used to own, uh, not own, I have a rifle, but I also used to manage a weed shop in California. And it's just a different world as far as, as far as cannabis, you know? And it's like, goes back to the point. Everything is so divided. Why not just really divide it? Yeah. Cause California is its own world. And how is Hawaii a state? It's all the way over there. Let them do their own thing. I don't even know what I'm saying, but you get my point. Just separate it all. I'm not talking about race, religion, creed. I'm just talking about, you know, the way of thinking. Because everyone thinks so much differently. And that's from, you know, the propaganda they see. Uh, from the media, the lies, that's from the way they were brought up, their personal experiences. So I think <laughs> the more division, the better. I'm a tribalist, honestly. I think back in the, I think my ancestors, like, used to live in, like, populations of 250. Because I don't think, I honestly don't think you're supposed to know what's going on in China. I don't think you're supposed to know what's going on. In, in other countries. I think it's like this. Because when you turn off the news and you just go sit out by a lake or down by the beach, you don't give a shit about, you know. You're you're like, I'm good and the people I care about are good. And that's what I mean by tribalism. Like, I think it should have this. These are the leaders of the tribe. Let's just say 100 people. And everyone's going around going, hey, do you have enough food to eat tonight? Good. Okay. Do you have clothing? Good. Do you have a house? Good. And if one of those things are, is messed up, everyone kind of rallies around and helps each other. And that's, and I guess it's like, well, that's like kind of socialism. But I'm like, no, it's more of like everyone is taken care of. But you also have the freedom to do whatever you want. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just giving my, my opinion on how I see the world heading towards a civil war. But who knows, man? Maybe we'll... We'll pull up and out of it, and all of this is just kind of, you know, electoral bullshit. I'm just tired of it, man. Like, honestly, it's just so, there's so much bullshit going on right now. And it's like, if we all just went back to the 90s, that would be great. If we could all teleport back to 1990 and just get stuck there, I think it would be great. Who knows, man? Who knows? I enjoyed the 90s other than uh, the DC Sniper. Maybe that was early 2000. But yeah, I grew up in Alexandria, Washington, DC area. Uh, that was back when America was great. You know, if you want to talk about make America great again, let's get some snipers out in the streets. I'm not advocating for anything. All right, I'm just saying. When there was the DC Sniper, I forget his name, it was like a guy in a blue Jeep with his with his nephew and they just rode around and shot people and everyone was on edge. And I was a kid, like they shot a five-year-old, which was like super sad. And I, w I was like super young too. I was like eight years old or something. And I was like, dang, I'm, I might get shot at school today. You know? And that's when America was great because 
everyone knew what they wanted when they got to the deli counter. When there's a sniper out there, there's no one at the there's no one that gets to the front of the line at the deli going, Well, what do you recommend? Turkey? Oh, I don't like monster cheese. Can you make it with Swiss? Bang, you would have been dead, bitch. <laughs> you gotta know what you want by the time you get to the counter. All right. No one was at the seven eleven going, uh, uh Marlboro, oh, do you guys have uh you guys have any uh, Newports? It was like, no. Everyone knew what they wanted. Okay? I'm not saying we should have a sniper. But I'm saying it is nice to have everyone on the same page with a little pep in their step. Yeah, that was wild. I forgot about that. I'm like, maybe, maybe I have PTSD. From a young age, from just knowing that, uh, you know, when I put my backpack on in the morning that I got to keep my head down. I got to keep my eyes on my own paper and I got to keep my eyes on, uh, it was a white van. That's what everyone said. They're like, we think the sniper is in a white van. So every time someone saw a white van, they'd be like, that could, that's him. You know, bad time to be a contractor back when there's the DC sniper. Because God forbid you owned a white van. All of a sudden, everyone thought you were the the Antichrist. Wild times, man. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Shaman Comedy on Instagram. We'll see you next time. Episode 11. Thank you guys for listening.